Thanks for tuning in to JR's Hunt for Life Suicide Prevention Podcast, Safe Talk, with Jenny Hunter and Billy Floyd, where there are no judgments and talk saves lives. It is Billy Floyd. It is Jenny Hunter. We're locked in and we're live for another episode of Safe Talk. Jenny, what's happening with you? Oh, Billy, it's like I said, the last uh, podcast, we're moving more towards fall, autumn, fall, whatever you want to call it. And this is my most favorite time of the year. Um, the air is crisp and the and it's clean and in blue skies. Oh, my. I just love this time of year. And um, so I'm sitting here looking out on my windows and I'm ready to talk about codes. Oh, baby, let's talk about some codes. We are really doing it big here. We really have had this going for quite some time now. So many wonderful episodes talking about all of these codes. Now, to remind everybody, uh, we're talking about things people said that were actually code for I'm suicidal. And before we finish out, this really great series we've done about these codes, please, of course, understand that we want you to be a part of this discussion at all costs. So please contact me with any questions or concerns, anything you could possibly think of. You can email me at williampeariodfloyd214 at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at number one, Billy Floyd. Facebook as well. You can find me all over the place. Jenny, where can our viewers and listeners find you? Well, I am always at JR's Hunt for Life on most social platforms. We also have a webpage, which I I know is kind of antiquated, but <laughs> that's JR's Hunt for Life also. Then my personal email is jlh 35 at hotmail.com so at any time people can get on our facebook page um, we have two of a nonprofit page which lets people know about events and things and we have our confidential support page so you do have to be a member of the support page in order to reach out on that page but that's easy to do you just request membership and we have one of our admins review your um Facebook, make sure you're a real person and you're joined up and then you can um, message any of our admins and myself through that page. So you can reach us, either one of us, anywhere. There's no excuse not to be able to find us, right? You said it, Jenny. We are all over the place, on the map, doing it big and spreading the right messages. And we're going to continue on by wrapping up our segment on things people said that were actually code for I'm suicidal. So on this list, we're going to talk about 22 in total. We've already talked about 20 of them. So we have a few more to dive into. And Jenny, I would love you to, to start us off with, you can either go through a couple from the past, maybe we can do that at the end, or if you want to, we can just get right into 21. So do what you got to do, Jenny. All right. So so uh, before we start, I just want to remind everyone that these were 
codes and phrases um, that were shared by people that were suicidal uh, and they wanted to be able to help other people and talk and share about their codes, <laughs> their phrases, so that we can, you know, save lives, talk about it, save lives. These are not ranked in any order. They're just randomly out there. Um, and as I said in the past, if any of these trigger you, just stop the podcast, come back on when you're ready, and listen some more because, you know, we're out there. We're out there whenever you're ready, 24-7. So um, let me move to 21 here. You can hear me turning my pages because there's a lot of them. And 21. I don't think I'll be at school next week. That's it. I don't think I'll be at school next week. So as I said in the past, you can substitute other other situations in this phrase. I don't think I'll be at work next week. I don't think I'll be uh, participating in team practice next week. I don't think I'll be going to the gym next week. Any Anything, depending upon that person and what they may say to you and what you know that they do. Maybe they go to the gym every day. Maybe they're on a, a basketball, hockey team. Maybe they do go to school. Maybe this is a younger person. It could be any age of a person that is going to school or college. It says, I don't think I'll be at school next week. So the person that shared this said, I said to my friend, I don't think I'll come back to school next week. She asked why. I just said, because I just don't want to do it anymore. I had been planning to attempt suicide that weekend. I had it all planned out. Then I found out I was pregnant with my son. He literally saved my life. He is five years old now and started school this year. So that that is that is a phrase that that is kind of a, a warning phrase that kind of throws up a red flag. It isn't one of those innocuous phrases that we talked about before, like, oh, I'm just tired or, you know, some other ones that we'll go through at the end of this. But I don't think I'll be at school next week or I don't think I'll be at work next week. That is kind of a red flag statement to me because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm suicide aware. Let's put it that way. I am heightened to suicide, to things that people say, the way they act. So, you know, and I'm not looking for it or watching for it, but I'm prepared. I am I am aware of it. So her saying that, and let's say, is this out of the blue? Is there anything else going on with this person that you may know about? Was this phrase just right out of the blue and sometimes it can be because people that are thinking suicide many of them it, it they may be contemplating and thinking about it for a very long time but no one knows it and then and then bam here comes this statement right out of the blue so it's something if it's out of context and it's just out of the blue definitely something to explore um to me, this phrase and this, this, the way she explained it and then she found out she was pregnant just proves to me that suicide is curable. 
it 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 doesn't have to be terminal and it's curable based upon your situation based upon your future what happens to you like this young person uh found out she was pregnant and she felt uh obviously she had more compassion on her new baby than she did on herself she was willing to live it out for the next nine months and have this child. So, I mean, it, I, I can't even say enough about this because to me, we talked about in the past that as humans, we can save humans. Only a human can save us. Only a human can make us safe. And this little tiny unborn baby saved her life, saved her life. And if, if that can happen with an unborn baby, then we as people that are living and breathing can certainly save a life. Another thing that occurred to me that this statement, I don't think I'll be at school next week. I don't think I'll be at work next week, etc. To me, that's on the same level as giving things away, like we've talked about in the past. When uh, someone starts giving things away, um, especially younger kids giving things away, their prized possessions, their basketball, their best tennis shoes, their iPad, their one child told me, uh, if you see me giving away my, you know, people uh, have uh, bottles, water bottles. They carry water bottles around and they have stickers all over them and they customize them for for them. And this child told me, if you see me giving this away, then you know there's a problem. And so that would never have occurred to me, ever, a water bottle. But people hold different things uh, differently in their in their heart and the way they possess things and what they possess and how important it is and who gave it to me. Did my mom give me this water bottle? Is that why it's special to me? All that kind of stuff. So so that phrase to me is on the same level as giving things away because giving things away definitely, definitely uh, if you're in the suicide mode, that is what that means. Um, so if I ever heard this, I don't think I'll be at school next week, I would, now depending upon if I know that person, do I know that person? Do I know there's issues in their life? And again, we go back to the totality of all of the evidence. Do I know this person? Are there issues in their life? Have they ever talked about this before? Um, are they have they been depressed? Are they making big changes in their life? Uh, anything that we can think of that has been going on with that person, and then we hear this phrase, well, you know, we can't let that go. Um, there again, like some other phrases we talked about, we cannot let that go. And another thing that that we have to do when we hear this phrase is actually the best thing you can do is ask him directly, are you feeling suicidal? Are you suicidal? Are you considering ending your life? Whatever, however you want to say that. So many people don't like to say that as we've gone through in the past. Many people don't like to say that because they think that if we ask someone if they're suicidal, that puts the idea of suicide in their head. Well, 
it, it doesn't. There's no proof that it does. Um, that's kind of like if someone asks me if I'm pregnant, and I say, no, I'm not pregnant, but that's a good idea. I think I'll go out and get pregnant now. See, see I, how, how silly is that? That is just, um, that is not something that we're going to worry about. We're going to ask the question, are you feeling suicidal? And get right down to the crux of the, of the matter because it's a yes or no question. It's easily answered yes or no. And we have gone through this in the past, which we may in the future again. If you get a yes answer, we have talked about what to do. If you get a no answer, we've talked about what to do and how to handle this situation. Or if you get no answer, then you have your answer. So opening the conversation is the best way to deal with this, the very best way, because if they're not going to be at school next week, then their plan is next week or their plan is tomorrow or it's, it's, you know, it's soon. It's very soon. It's what I call the red zone. It's very soon. And statistically, if you can save a life when a person is in the red zone, you will save their life forever. They will not attempt it again. So just like this person, she found out she was pregnant and, her child saved her life. She will, she never attempted again at this point. So it's, it's something that we have to start the conversation. We have to be non-judgmental. We have to allow them to talk about it. And even if we sit quietly uh, and wait for them to open up and talk, that's what we do. And we've talked about that before also. So that that is number 21 have you ever heard this statement before i don't think i'll be at school or work or wherever next week have you ever heard that billy yeah i definitely have heard that in various ways and pretty much every time i get that response i'm always asking like oh why not because if someone's telling me that you know Clearly, I want to know why. Like, I'm not just going to be like, oh, okay, and then just say nothing. But usually the people that have said that to me, they they knew they were going on some trip um, or they were going to be busy with something. I mean, usually it was always like a trip, I would say, because no one just misses school for no reason or takes the week off. Like, it was always for kind of like a vacation. So honestly, I've never really heard it for any other reason besides that they were going somewhere, uh, whether it was for some kind of, you know, trip with the family or something in relation to maybe like a field trip for their academics or sports or whatnot. Um, but I've never heard it in a way where someone was kind of you know, on the sketchier side about it, where they wouldn't tell me where they were going. And usually when you're a kid and and you're hiding something like that, you know, you always want to be on the, you know, extra, you know, locked in way of like wanting to know, like, you sure everything's all right? Because you're not telling me, like, I'm a little worried. Um, but I never really got a response like that. So I never really had to worry about anybody. It was usually just some kind of travel deal. Um, so that's pretty much all I can remember. And again, like, it's somewhat hard to remember, you know, because that was a long time ago for me that was I mean several years back so I can't really remember too fine of the details but I pretty much remember that it was 
always for a travel type of reason. And it was usually a, a good trip, you know, family trip, something that could mm-hmm. benefit their academic or athletic career going forward, maybe preparing for college. Maybe they were going on a school visit, you know, senior year of college or something like that, um, visiting somebody special. So it was never anything too bad. But obviously knowing kids nowadays and, you know, a lot of kids are definitely going through some hard times post the coronavirus and, and the quarantine and everything. Like definitely there's some kids who are, you know, certainly going through it. I mean, we're all going through it, but it's definitely challenging for these kids because the whole year of their early development was stunted a little bit because of how everything happened and how everything went down. So clearly the kids got to be on the lookout for their buddies and their friends at school. I think this is definitely a great code to talk about, especially how things are now in this day and age. And I know we have one more to discuss. We're crushing it here. Jenny, you're giving us so much great information per usual, and we're going to take a quick break, get a little word from our local sponsors before we continue and, I guess, finish up the discussion. So we'll be right back, and stay tuned. Okay, everybody, we're back on Safe Talk. It's Billy Floyd. It's Jenny Hunter. We're talking about things people said that were actually code for I'm suicidal. So there's 22 things on this list. We just did uh, number 21, which is I don't think I'll be at school next week. A great one to discuss. We're pretty much wrapping up this discussion. Uh, We really have been cruising for several episodes now. So I'm interested to see, obviously, there's no order to this in any way. So it's not like this last one is the most important one because they're all equally important. They all are said. They're all used very much so. So, Jenny, as we kind of wrap up here, um, what are we going to close with? What is the, uh, the final code? Yeah, well, Billy, as we were talking about these codes, I thought I would share my son JR's code. Uh it, he he told us that we could not be around him 24/7. Now, mind you, we we had known that he had been counseling for suicide ideation. Uh he had been uh, uh, visiting his uh, practitioner, medical practitioner to see if he uh, needed to be medicated, all kinds of things. And when he told us, um, you can't be around me 24-7, it, it was to us, us a death sentence. It was, we, we did not know what to do. Uh, so I can say this in all certainty that that does mean that there is a plan. Uh, it does not necessarily mean that there is a date or a place because he had said that to me that he he did not have a date, but it was going to happen. And that was 
shocking in itself based upon that he was attempting to get whatever help he could. Uh, but once we heard that, uh, we we did everything we could possibly do. We talked to him. We, we offered help. We offered to move him. We offered all kinds of things. And as we know now, um, that did not sway him. Uh, so I, I do want to say that if anyone hears that, that you can't be around me 24-7, we're definitely talking a finality. Uh, someone has made up their mind based on my own experience. The red zone is long past, and there is a, there is a plan. And I, I don't know if people randomly use that phrase for any other thing, uh, for any other situation. Um, to me, because it was said to me in that particular situation, that is where my mind goes. Uh, now, someone else said, well, you can't be around me 24-7. Maybe that would mean uh, a child that wanted to go do something and, and I wouldn't let him go do it. Um, uh, maybe that would mean that maybe it's just a way of, of expressing they want their freedom or something like that. But in the situation I was in and thinking of safe talk, uh, that meant uh, a certain level of um, decision had been reached on his part. And uh, he, I will say that he was unlike uh, the majority of people that um, once they make their decision to finalize their plan, the, a great majority of people are in a better mood. They're in a better place. They uh, Everyone notices that, but that wasn't this case. So let me... Uh, let me say that everyone is different. Every human is different. How they handle things are different. Why they say things are different. And that is why these codes are so, so important. And it occurs to me that maybe uh, you could recognize a person's code by hearing it more than once from them. Uh, like if someone says, let's see, one of our uh, other codes, says, I'm not feeling good. Well, maybe they say that a lot, just like this young lady said she uses that code with her grandma. So she obviously uses it more than once when she's not feeling good, and that's code, and her grandma knows it, and her grandma talks to her, and ultimately she's still alive. But, you know, if you, if you listen to people and if you're around them enough, and you hear certain things over and over, that could be a code for I'm suicidal, I need help. Um, you're here, I'm saying it to you, I'm hoping you understand. And many people um, do use codes because they want people to help them. Um, people don't want to just randomly die. They, they don't want to take their life. They want their life to get better, and it's not happening. And as a result of that, they lose hope. And when they lose hope, which is, I might add, the uh, number one precursor 
the people that are suicidal is they lose hope. They they can see no hope. There is no hope as far as they're concerned, and they're done with it. They're just done with it. So, <laughs> excuse me. So, the code 24-7, I don't know if he used that with anyone else, but he certainly did with us, and it was only a few times. So, uh, right after uh, he he said that code to us, um, he he was gone within four days. So that's why I say that that was the red zone. That obviously was a red zone. And we did everything we could possibly do. So if someone thinks they hear a code, I want to urge them, urge them in the most uh, gentle way. <laughs> Is there gentle urging? I don't know. But <laughs> I want to urge them to approach the person that is perhaps you think giving you a code and open up the discussion and be non-judgmental and be caring and just be there for them. So I don't suspect this is something that you have heard before, Billy. Have you ever heard that that code? No, I honestly never have um, because I never have, like, been around someone like that much anyway or never tried to kind of be around someone in that capacity so I've never heard that I'm glad that you shared that because um it was one that you kind of brought attention to it wasn't on the original list and it was something that you had experienced in your own personal journey it's obviously very unfortunate that that was the case but you know that's why we're here that's why this podcast exists um that's why we're discussing everything and and it's beautiful that you can share that with us, even though I'm sure it's very hard because people need to hear that because we can't have that happen again. We want to stop this as much as possible. And to bring that to people's attention is very key because some of these are pretty obvious and some of them you could really get a gist of like, oh, okay, like this is something different. And, you know, this one clearly stands out. This one is clearly a true code and it's a real sign. So I'm really glad that you shared it, Jenny. I'm I'm very appreciative that you gave this to everybody. And I know everybody who's listening at home, they are just sitting here knowing, like, okay, we have a great list. We really know, like, what we can look out for. And now we have the opportunity to open some discussion, get real, keep it a buck, and get down to maybe some dirty details that have to be discussed. So we really did a great job with this list, Jenny. Uh, I'm very excited that we got through all of them. Very smooth. You know, you gave such great information on every single one. A lot of wonderful discussion, obviously, about such a dark topic. But we're doing our thing for the people, and this is what it's all about. So, you know, as we kind of wrap up this discussion, you know, a few more minutes left in this episode and pretty much – in this discussion, even though I'm sure down the line we will talk about some of these codes again, because there's just never a time to move on from a certain topic of, of suicide because it's all relevant always. So I'm sure we will discuss this again in some way. But how do you kind of want to wrap up this discussion, Jenny? Anything you want to add? Any few uh, things you want to highlight before we hop off? Well, let me, Billy, I'm going to briefly go through every single one. We're not going to discuss them, but I'm going to read them off 
so just to refresh people's memory and uh, remind people they can go back through any of the podcasts. Um, I think um, we started this season with the codes. So you can go back to the beginning of this season and uh, it starts off with the codes and we talk about them from day one of this season. So let me briefly go through these. So number one, I'm just tired. Number two, I just want to be alone. Three, I just want to sleep. Four, I can't keep doing this. Five, I just want to be alone. Six, I want to go home. Seven, if anything happens to be promised to take care of whatever or whoever, I'm just stressed out is number eight. Number nine, I'm having a hard time. Number 10, no one cares. 11, I don't care. 12, what will heaven be like? 13, I should just kill myself. 14, I can't imagine living the rest of my life like this. I feel so much better. It's 15. 16, you know I love you, right? 17, I want to disappear. 18, I want to tell you something. Oh, never mind. 19, I don't know. 20, I'm not feeling good. 21, I don't think I'll be at school next week. And 22, you can't be around me 24-7. That is the list, and I'm sure that is a short list. As we go along uh, in our podcast and our journeys, we're going to be adding whatever other codes or phrases people extend out to us. I want to encourage people to share those codes or phrases with us, whether it's your code phrase or if it's one that you have come across uh, trying to help someone else. If you know of a code phrase, it's so important to share those phrases so that we can get these out, assimilate them amongst all of us, and we can all be watching and listening and be aware so that we can offer some safe talk and we can be non-judgmental and listen and save a life. And that's what it's all about. That's what um, JR's Haunt for Life is all about. That is what our program, Safe Talk, is all about. We've been doing it I don't know how long now. And I know uh, from people that have listened to our podcast that has been helpful. It has been uh, eye-opening in some situations with some people. And we're going to we're gonna keep it up, Billy. We're not going to stop. We're not going to give up. We, uh, we know that we can save lives, and we're going to go for it, <laughs> right? We're going for it. We're going all the way, and we're going to do it big at all costs, every single time. Jenny, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your wisdom, your knowledge, and your ability to just get real and deep with everybody because the people need you. We want to hear all this. It's a must that this information gets out and you do it the best. So we will figure out what we will discuss going forward. I know it's going to be very special, very meaningful, per usual, 
So everybody listening, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate everything you do for us. Keep spreading the good word. Keep on listening. Keep on believing in yourselves and keep trusting this wonderful process. Thank you, everybody who's on the other end. And Jenny, as always, thank you as well. Thank you, Billy. Bye-bye, everyone. Be safe. Goodbye. You've been listening to JR's Hunt for Life Suicide Prevention Podcast Safe Talk with Jenny Hunter and Billy Floyd, where there are no judgments and talk saves lives. Jenny Hunter is the founder of JR's Hunt for Life, a suicide prevention nonprofit movement offering hope and support globally. I'm Billy Floyd. I'm a podcast host, a media broadcaster, and most importantly, a positive influencer. Sounds of Soul Music is courtesy of Fearless Motivation. Find out more about JR's Hunt for Life at jrshuntforlife.org.